Hey, and welcome back to Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap for another episode of Crazy Racing Action and Results. Got Corey Litton with me, as always. Corey, I almost didn't recognize you when you came in without <laughs> that beard today. Yeah, I got a haircut too, but I mean, I don't have that much hair on top of my head anymore, so nobody no- notices that as much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're wearing a hat all the time too, well, so, yeah. that, so that helps. It's part of it. It's <laughs> cheaper than a wig. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, why don't we uh, why don't we get right after it? We got plenty of results. Uh, I think you uh, you took took a few minutes to put to put all this together it looks like to me yeah it was it did take a few minutes um <laughs> all in a row <laughs> i tried to do it all at once that's usually does, doesn't work out for me very well but uh yeah it did happen uh we started off uh, i i only went, went to three races this week i took some days off to oh. just kind of rest up and get ready because we got that dakota mod tour coming up and i want to be want to be in peak physical condition for well a body type of mine right. to uh to do that one so yeah uh friday was the first one friday july 1st yep that's at the red river valley speedway sanders sport mod challenge jason berg he started up front and he, he started up front and led every lap of the lightning sprint feature to start the night off then alex trushinsky he ended up finishing in the second spot the bulldog garrison miller finished in third then stone cold brad orvidal got his second career red river valley speedway hobby stock win and in typical stone cold fashion, mm. did the old two beer salute uh, oh, nice. in, in victory lane on top of his car. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> which does, uh, does, does Steve Austin have that copyrighted? Can you I just don't do that? I Think so. Well, I mean, we're not really, we're not paying him <laughs> to do that. Um, so I guess you know, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> we're only paying him to race. The celebration is just for fun. <laughs> that actually started up a couple years ago. He was joking around saying he was going to do that in victory lane if he ever got his first win, and. Uh, we have servers that come up there and uh, up uh, to the booth because mm-hmm. we have the the uh, uh, sponsor booths and everything around, so they kind of take care of all the all the people that are in the in the suites, sure. so to say. And um, I remembered that he said it, and he was leading, and it was one of those nights where it's like he wasn't going to be denied the win on this one. It was only going to be up to him to lose this, <laughs> and he's walking away from the field and I grabbed one of our servers or our server and I said I need two beers please <laughs> <laughs> and and sure enough he won and I walked down there and set them on the hood of his car and he's like all right yeah. he forgot about it at that point but yeah and, and so it's now become tradition for him to do that so it's Good. been awesome the two beer salute uh, the Blackjack Express, Tim Church, he ended up finishing in the second spot Andrea Jacobson just graduated high school and finished in the third spot then uh, Matt Auckland he came up from six to take the lead early in the modified feature, traded the lead with uh, Kid Smooth, Colin Hibden, in the final laps, including an absolutely awesome high side uh, final corner, basically a Hail Mary that he <laughs> stuck out there for Auckland's second win of the year. That got the crowd going absolutely nuts because they were trading the trading the lead back and forth. It was a fantastic race. The uh, highlight video should be pretty nice to uh, see. Uh, picking up the second spot, that was Colin Hibden. Also, he stayed in the, stayed there, held on for second. It was only, I think, about eh, three-tenths of a second at the line, too, so it was close. Uh, Dylan Goplin, he picked up third in only, I believe, his first start of the year. So a uh, good run for him. Good start. Uh, Trevor Service, he started. He charged up from his fifth starting spot to get his first Red River Valley Speedway Race Saver Sprint car win. Marcus Rothenbacher, he finished in the season-high second-place finish. Uh, then Brandon Rico finished in third. Hardest Charger uh, uh, came up next. The hardest Charger of the night came up next in the stock cars. Trent Gregor, he flew up through the field from his 12th place starting spot for the win. Wow. 
In his two wins this year, he has combined for a plus 22 in the passing category. So 22 wow. cars, he's places he's improved uh, every time he's raced and won. Uh, Andrew Jokum, he got a season-high second-place finish. Uh, the cheetah Rob Van Mill, he finished in third. Then it was Doug Gardner winning the Sanders Sport Mod Challenge, holding off Rich Pavlicek, who finished in second. Then Scott Jacobson finished in third. All right, and then we headed off on Sunday, July 3rd, to Buffalo River Speedway, the Mod Mania in yeah, Glendon. It was an interesting night out there. We had, uh, well, both the IMCA and the Wasota Modifieds out there. So the two sanctions that are in this area were going basically head-to-head in their own features. Plus, we had um, we had the uh, Wasota Midwest Modifieds there as well. So we had three different classes of Modifieds racing out there. Um, Tyler Hall started out the night. He passed 70% of the IMCA wow. Modifieds. For his first feature win of the year, Cody Peterson he finished in second. Uh, he also led for quite a bit on Friday, so he had a pretty pretty decent weekend out there for uh, Cody Peterson. Jeff Oden, who ended up playing in the bar afterwards, really? playing music, playing guitar, and singing, he finished in the third spot. Uh, Legends were up next, where Hollywood Ty Wilkie was able to hold off Ryan Brasseth and Colin Compson for the win. Corey Stork, uh, he battled with two former national champions to avenge his runner-up finish from the previous week and get the modified win a day before his, or the Midwest modified win a day before his birthday. So the the 2004, 2011, uh, 2013, and 2015 champion Travis Sauer, he finished in second, while the current and defending national champion, the Nightmare Lucas Rodin, finished in third. So, yeah, he had a. There's a lot of wins right there, and a lot of championships that are right behind wow. your winner Corey Stork. Very cool. And then he got to celebrate his birthday the next day. Yeah, that so was that's, a nice touch. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Dykoff, he returned uh, to the track where he got his first win, and he added to his career total with the Street Stock win. He uh, added a lot this whole uh, weekend, this whole past weekend. So we'll be hearing from him a bit. Uh, Braden Brower, he finished in the second spot. Casey Usatis finished in third. After that, it was the reigning national champion, Tyler Peterson, over Joey Thomas and Travis Sauer. We heard about him earlier already. Mm -hmm, Uh, He was doing double duty. Uh, That was in the Wasota modified uh, main event. Uh, Then it was Hunter Goulet over Cody Crabtree and Jason Cast in the short trackers to round out the night. All right. Then fast forward to Tuesday, July 5th, the Red River Kart Club. They raced on a Tuesday because of the holiday, I would imagine. Correct. You are there. Uh, Braxton Meyer-Peterson, he got his second win of the year in the Novice 1 class, and it was Jaden Ambule doing the same in the Novice 2, so both of them picked up second win of the year. Jackson Balderas, he picked up the win in the Rookie 1 class, and according to the uh, Facebook post I saw earlier, that is his sixth win on the year at three different racetracks total, so... That's a pretty good, making pretty good his, job out there for him making his rounds. Yeah, yeah. It, then uh, it was Hunter uh, Verilrude who won in the rookie two class. Andrew Clark, he got his thirty fifth win of his young career in the two hundred six blue slide class. His older brother had to uh, had to you know kind of show him up a bit though. Uh, <laughs> Alex, he got his career win number one hundred in the two hundred six black slide class, and uh, he did victory donuts in the front straightaway after he was done, as he should after one hundred. <laughs> And it was it was pretty funny watching that because there was one of the fathers of one of the other kids that were in that class that had to go pick up something that fell off of his kid's <laughs> cart. And and uh, I don't think Alex did this on purpose, but it's one of those all-time flex moves, if it, if it is. Because he did when he did his first couple of donuts, he went around the dad as he was crossing the track. So that was that was kind of funny, at least. For, I don't think he did it on purpose, but I thought it was... <laughs> I thought it was a good one. <laughs> Memorable. <laughs> and then uh, with two laps to go, the Stevenator was leading in the adult stock class, but he spun out on his own. Mm. 
but there was only three other cards, only three carts total. Uh, so he was able to have enough time to try to get the cart going. It still was running. So he he spun it back around and he continued on and held on for his third win of the year. So it's pretty good. Spinnator, uh, uh, Stevenator, the Spinnator, <laughs> spun on one and Um <laughs> Yeah, his third win of the year out there in the adult stock class. So yeah, good run for the Stevenator. Uh, very cool. Friday, July the 1st at Cedar Lake Speedway in New Richmond, Wisconsin. That's one of my top three uh, racing facilities in the nation out there, uh, Cedar Lake Speedway. They seem to always put on a good show, and it's just a just a nice place to be. Um, uh, Carson Macedo, he took the lead uh, on the drop of the green on Friday, July 1st, but it was Donnie Schatz that took over the lead in lap number three. Brad Sweet was charging up from 10th, and after a caution with 16 to go, found himself in striking distance for the lead. Then Jacob Allen took advantage of a restart late in the race to jump into second place and went on the attack. Allen led with uh, 14 to go. Jacob Allen was able to hold off Brad Sweet to take the opening night win, his third of the year. Uh, Sweet finished in second, Sheldon Hodenshield in third, and Donnie Schatz ended up finishing up into the fourth position. All right, then night two, Saturday, July 2nd. Yeah, the uh, two night do- or two day double header out there at uh, the Cedar Lake Speedway. Geo Selzy he took off right away, but it him and Brad Sweet had a great battle for the lead for the start of the A main. That all ended though when Sweet took off in traffic when they caught traffic, and it was early. They were doing some bad fast laps that were thinking eleven and a half second range, so they caught up to lap traffic very quickly. Um, and but past the halfway point, Geo Selzy ended up hitting the wall. That ended his night. Uh, Brock Zierfoss was able to use the restart to take the lead from Brad Sweet. Trouble happened just a few laps later when James McFadden and Donnie Schatz got together in the front stretch, causing McFadden to spin in sustaining damage to his nose wing. Carson Macedo, he brought out the red flag right after that when he flipped with 11 laps to go, bunching up the field once again. David Gravel, who earlier in the race ended up in the work area getting a lot, a lot of stuff fixed up, he charged all the way up through the field and was up into the uh, contending uh, positions out there after visiting the work area again later earlier in the race. Cool. Uh, Casey Kane brought out the final caution with four to go, and Brock Zierfoss was able to hold on for his first win as a full-time outlaw. Very nice. David Gravel finished in second, again, after going to the work area and uh, just charging through the field. Brad Sweet had a bunch of great point days out there, though, finishing in the third position. Podium nights for both uh, nights out there after having a pretty rough weekend last weekend. Uh, Donnie Schatz ended up finishing in the seventh spot. He was towards the front quite a bit for most of that one, too, so lots of lots of good positives in the Schatz camp. Uh, Brad Sweet, he continues to lead in the points in search of his fourth consecutive title. Sheldon Hoddenshield is 38 points back in second. Carson Macedo is 56 points back in third. David Gravel, 58 points back in fourth. Logan Schuhart, 78 points back in fifth. And Donnie Schatz is 160 points out in the sixth spot. All right. What do we have coming up next for World of Outlaws? Well, we have Friday, July 8th. That'll be 34 Raceway in West Burlington, Iowa. Saturday, July 9th, that will be the Badger 40 at Wilmot Speedway in Wilmot, Wisconsin. Tuesday, July 12th, the Brad Doty Classic at Attica Raceway Park in Ohio. All right. Moving on to NASCAR. We had a road course this week. That's right. They're over at uh, Road America, and uh, Tyler Reddick, he finally earned his first NASCAR Cup Series win, making him a NASCAR record fifth first-time winner this year, 13th wow. different winner in 18 races. I've never seen so much parody in my life, Makes so this is fun. incredible. Yeah, yeah it, and and especially when you get many first-time winners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Reddick has been so close so many times this year. I know he got wiped out out at Bristol. 
I mean, he always seems to be towards the front, and finally he was able to uh, to get that win. Um, he had a very spirited battle with pole sitter and point leader Chase Elliott until Reddick took the lead. Elliott held on for second. Kyle Larson finished in third. Ross Chastain, that's your boy right yeah, there. Watermelon he did, man. <laughs> he ended up finishing in the fourth spot, and Daniel Suarez finished in fifth. Elliott remains in the point lead. Ryan Blaney, 33 points back in second. Still one of the only drivers that hasn't won this year that is in contention for the points. Mm. Um, Ryan Blaney, he is uh, winning a lot of stages, and that's what he wins wins usually two or three stages throughout the night Mm -hmm. uh, um, sometimes. Well, three if there's, you know, a longer race. So that always keeps him in the points battles, which uh, and he needs that right now because if he doesn't get a win – yeah. He's not really in the playoffs, but if you make the cut line, which he is he's golden on right now, he'll, he'll make it into the playoffs coming up here in just a few weeks. Uh, your boy Ross Chastain is 35 points back in the third spot. Then it's Kyle Larson, who is 71 points back and forth. He's just kind of quietly lingering around there in that yeah. top five. And man, if he, puts, if he puts on a Kyle Larson-like performance coming up here where he rattles off a few wins in mm-hmm. a row, it's over. Yeah. And then uh, Joey Logano is 73 points back in the fifth position. All right, and then next uh, next race, they've got Sunday, July 10th at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Correct, you are. Yes, they, well, they're going back to the uh, Atlanta Motor, Speed, Motor Speedway after the uh, redesign of the racetrack, which made everybody kind of bunch up. Mm-hmm. So it should be an interesting race here in Atlanta. Yeah, that'll be fun. So results from around the region, Thursday, June 30th. Well, we have the Tri-County Speedway in Wishick, North Dakota, home of the Tunner. Um, hobby stocks were won by Derek Appert. Legends were won by Alex Kukowski. The Midwest Modifieds, Brennan Waite. And the street stocks were won by Luke Johnson. All right. KRA Speedway, Wilmer, Minnesota. The uh, Pierce stocks were won by Chris Isdall. The uh, Midwest Modifieds, Jake Smith. Mod Force, Tommy Bodden. Mo- uh, modified, Zach Johnson, the uh, Millennial Farmer on YouTube, if you check him out. <laughs> He has uh, way more hits than we'll ever get. <laughs> uh, street Stocks, uh, the Wolverine Justin Vogel got the win. Then it was the Super Stocks, won by Dexton Cook and Hornets Blake Hawker. All right, on to Grand Rapids Speedway. Well, we had a bunch of people that traveled out there for the late model special, so that's why we're talking about Grand Rapids Speedway. And a nice little joint out there. I, bet I got to go out there uh, over a year ago, and it's set right into uh, right in the right in a bunch of trees. And okay. occasionally you see people that have kind of snuck around mm-hmm. and you'll see their heads popping out from behind the trees. Yeah. I thought that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen <laughs> at a racetrack, but <laughs> Grand Rapids Speedway, nice place out there. Uh, the Midwest Modifieds were run by Tyler Kinter, Mod Force, Skylar Smith, Pierce Stocks, Chad Finkbone, the Hornets, Mike Gangle, and the late model, uh, big main event out there, NLRA late models, Jeff Provenzino was your winner. All right. Friday, July the 1st, I-94, Sure Step Speedway in Fergus Falls. Kyle Dykoff, we mentioned him earlier. He got the street stock win. Limited late models were won by Ben Walden. The Midwest Modifieds, Matt Baker. Modifieds, Dusty Bitson. The late models were won by Ryan Michelson. And the short trackers were won by Sean Beto. All right, then we cruise up to River City Speedway in Grand Forks. Street stock winner was Aaron Blacklance. The Midwest Modifieds, Lance Schill. More from him uh, coming up quickly. Uh, in the sprints, Austin Pierce picked up the win. And late models, Lance Schill again. All right. Down to Brown County Speedway in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Jaden Christ from Team No Green picked up the uh, street stock win. Then the Midwest Modifieds are won by Dawson Zabel. Super stocks are won by Trevor Nelson. Modified Superman Mike Stearns. And the late models are won by Chad Becker. All right. Saturday, July the 2nd, Viking Speedway, Alexandria, Minnesota. 
Sean Robinson was your short tracker winner. Then the Midwest Modifieds, it was Travis Sauer. Uh, Modifieds won by Dusty Bitson. Street Stocks, the Ripper Ryan Satter. And Super Stocks, uh, Trevor Sauer. More on the uh, win by Ryan Satter. That was career win number 100 for him. Ah, congratulations, Ripper. That's cool. And he's been on uh, been on the show before too, so uh, one of the many incarnations of it. But he's he's been one of the guys that we've interviewed and, and a friend of the show. So cool. uh, great great to see him picking up that great. that one uh, hundredth career win. Uh, very cool. Congratulations. All right, Madison Speedway in Madison, Minnesota. The Pier Stocks are won by T.J. Brockman, Limited Late Models, Kurt Kranz, the Midwest Modifieds, Jamie Thorsted, Modifieds, Brian Hobbin. Tell me you haven't heard this one before. The Street Stocks are won by <laughs> Kyle Dykoff. Uh, the Super Stocks, Ryan Flotten, and the Hornets are won by uh, Tanner Freeze. Cool. Uh, Sunday, July 3rd, Bemidji Speedway, The you love this name, <laughs> Red, White, and Boom. Yep, I absolutely love that. That's great. Uh, mini Stocks are won by Conrad Schwinn, Midwest Modifieds, Jeff Reed. The Mod 4s were won by Blake Erickson. The Modifieds, Shane Sabraski. So he's closing in on, on the win number 800, even closer wow. now. Pure Stocks, Dustin Poof. And the uh, Super Stocks, Shane Sabraski again. Um, <laughs> Hornets were won by Justin Barnesness. All right. Monday, July 4th, 4th of July, Jamestown Speedway. Fireworks spectacular. Uh, and the uh, bomb- the bombers were won by Travis Edinger on his birthday. Uh, Street Stocks, Jaden Chris. That'll be a second win of the weekend, the long weekend. At Legends, Alex Kukowski. And uh, this is one of those heartwarming moments that uh, we we really love to see. At times, uh, we unfortunately had a tragedy this last weekend mm-hmm. with Casey Arneson passing away. And one of the kids that he took underneath his wing and has really helped out and making a making him a pretty very good contending racer every night. Colin Hibden picked up the modified win out there in uh, in uh, just the first race back after uh, losing. You know, basically is basically an older brother. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, that's uh, that's good. Good for good for Colin. It's nice to see that. That was yeah, definitely good to see. Yeah. So what do we have happening uh, Thursday, July seventh? We got some racing, don't we? That's right. KRA Speedway in Wilmer. They have a Midwest. Uh, they have a uh, modified special going on for them. Grand Rapids Speedway. Salute to the troops night out there uh, in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Okay. Friday, July eighth. I-94 Sure Step Speedway Advanced Advantage RV Modified Tour out there in Fergus Falls, Minnesota. River City Speedway that we celebrate dirt, the Ag Appreciation Night at Grand Forks. And the Dakota Speedway Night of the Legends in Mandan. Cool. Saturday, July 9th. One of my favorite things that uh, I'm just so lucky to get to cross off my bucket list every year. <laughs> the uh, Dakota Classic Modified Tour opener starts at the Jamestown Speedway on it's the 33rd Dakota Classic Modified Tour. Um, that'll be Saturday, July 9th. And uh, Chad Meyer and myself are going to get to announce that. I think this is our fourth year doing it. Wow. And we're going to get to hear next week from Chad on the show while we're both gone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, yes. We could uh, just as well talk about that right now. Next next week, uh, as we record this next week, uh, you and I will both be out of town. So we decided to uh, make good on our promise. And we got, you got a, uh, a, a great interview for us with Ed, chad's a wonderful guy um and i've said it many times he's criminally underrated as an announcer and even more as a person so it's it's great to have that he took time out of his day to you know do a half hour podcast yeah. with us on a tuesday morning so yeah so thanks again chad and uh we can't wait to listen back to it while we're in the car 
I'm sure you'll love to hear the sound of your own voice about as much as I do. So <laughs> we're going to we're gonna torture Grant Oskvig, who's the head flag man for the event, who's riding with us uh, by making him listen to our podcast. <laughs> and, and that podcast with Chad Meyer will drop on Tuesday, July 12th at 5 p.m. So keep your eyes out for that one. Yes, sir. Before that, though, Sunday, July the 10th, what do we have going on? Well, we have the uh, night number two of the 33rd uh, Dakota Classic Modified Tour in Minot at the Nodak Speedway, home of uh, the legend Larry McFall. Also going on that day will be Buffalo River Speedway in Glendon. Bemidji Speedway is running as well out of Bemidji, Minnesota. The uh, Casino Speedway will have NOSA Sprint cars along with a lot of their regulars out there, too. That's out in Watertown. All right. Monday, July 11th. Uh, Williston Basin Speedway, that'll be their stop. That'll be night number three of the Dakota Classic Modified Tour. Uh, that's the only thing going on that day, too. So, I mean, you guys could watch on uh, imca.tv. Oh, really? Yes. imca.tv. Yep. Okay. Uh, then we move on to, I believe we're on to Tuesday, July 12th. It'll be Southwest Speedway in Dickinson, North Dakota for their night uh, number four for the Dakota Classic Modified Tour. Okay. And Wednesday, July 13th? That'll be night number one of two in a row, uh, and night number five night at number five. Uh, on the Dakota Classic Modified Tour in Mandan at the Dakota Speedway. Because uh, again, we're uh, because of the way that the border restrictions have been. Normally, Estevan, Saskatchewan, is one of our stops, okay. uh, and unfortunately, the last two years, three years now, we haven't been able to make that trip across the border. Uh, in the Six or seven years I've actually gone on the tour. I want to say I was in Estevan once, unfortunately, oh, really? and I wish I could be more because mm-hmm. they have great food at that racetrack. And <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I'm I'm a big fan of that. So yeah, both uh, Wednesday and uh, Thursday will be the Dakota uh, Speedway edition of the Dakota Classic Modified Tour along with the championship night on Thursday, July 14th. Very cool. Lots of racing action, lots coming up. Uh, and uh, uh, as you said... We've got, uh, we've got an interview coming up. Like I said, it'll drop on July the 12th, 5 o'clock. That's a Tuesday, uh, which is typically when we try to get these out. We were a little bit late this week, but that's all right. Um, it was a um, holiday. We should have taken a yeah, day off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yes, I will be in Alaska next week, and you will be running around North Dakota Yep, pretty Next much. Week. It'd be a different town every day. And <laughs> this is usual what happens. And uh, when I get back from this, I, I tend to hit a bunch of other racetracks up too. Uh, and uh, so, because we have some days off, uh, Red River Valley Fair is in town. So, of course, Fargo's not going to be running. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I get to hit up whatever track else is running on Friday. Sure. So, it's, I've uh, done 17 days in a row right around this time of year wow. know, before. So. Let's see what my stretch will be this time. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it for this for this episode. Uh, remember that you can always check out Corey Litton on Checkers and Wreckers with the KFGO Morning Crew every Friday morning at 640. Uh, you can check him out with uh, Doug and Dan on uh, 790 or 104.7. So for Corey Litton, I'm Ryan Janke. Thank you for joining Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap.